Do you have a great idea for a podcast but don't know where to start? You need to know about Anchor.fm. Anchor has created tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Add songs from Spotify directly to your episodes. The possibilities are endless for what you can create, whether it's music analysis, your own radio show, or something the world's never heard before. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so we can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more podcast platforms. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Best of all, it's completely free. So take the first step. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hello. Hello. Welcome to the Mariah Report. This is Moments. I'm Martin Burgess. And I'm Dan Enriquez. And nothing much happened this week, but we no. have stuff to talk about. We, You know, we always got stuff to talk about, even yeah. if Mariah isn't doing anything. We dig now, things up. Yes, we dig things up. We have, we're talking about things this week. We have yeah. things. <laughs> I'm currently waiting for my tea to cool down because the tea Martin made me in my Mariah Report mug uh-huh. is Boiling hot. Mm-hmm. Boiling hot. Speaking of mugs, you can support the show by going to mariahreportstore.com and getting some of the merch that and everybody getting some of the mugs. I'm getting. telling you, yes. the mugs have been flying off the shelves. And this, okay, there's two mugs. Most of them come in two different sizes, 11 ounces and 15 ounces. Yeah. This 15-ounce mug. It's good. Girl. It holds the perfect amount. Uh-huh. It's good, sturdy in your hand. Mm-hmm. It's good. This is a good mug. Mm-hmm. So y'all need to go get one. Check it out. Check it out. You can also support the show by going to patreon.com slash the Mariah Report and pledging as little as a dollar. And it keeps the show ad free. Other, yes. other ads. You know, we just, you know, we we just got to hawk ads. our own merchandise now. <laughs> yeah. Forget Blue Apron's merchandise. <laughs> I don't know what they're selling. But I know I got some mugs for y'all. <laughs> but no, they're cute. <laughs> they're super cute. We just added a new one um, of a butterfly col- music video collage from Michael Trujillo. It's so cute. So adorable. And so, it flew to the top of our sales chart. Oh, yes. It's already there. It's already at the top of the charts. Yes. <laughs> uh, but we have more things coming. Uh, so stay tuned for those. Uh-huh. You know, Christmas is right around the corner. Yeah. But anyway. Um, hey, so before we get too deep, Dan, mm-hmm, we have to yeah. tell everybody that we are going to be on an upcoming episode of the Privy Podcast. Yes, we are. We made a guest appearance. Exciting. It was super fun, too. I know. We sat down with their host, Courtney, uh, and, Boris. Courtney and Boris, and um, we talked all about gay divas. Yeah. Gay icons. Gay icons. And so obviously... And obviously we- had to represent Mariah. Yes. Someone <laughs> needs to fully represent her. Yes. Make sure um, she's included in this conversation. Exactly. Um, so it was super fun. So you, uh, you can find them on iTunes. Yep. SoundCloud. SoundCloud. All those places. All those good places. Yeah. And um, that will be this Tuesday. This Tuesday. Which the is privy. the third. The third, right? I believe it's the third. I don't, like, don't make me coming, get my calendar this, out. Tuesday. Um, uh, the, the third, yes. Okay. So look them up, the Privy. Yeah, it was fun times. Yeah, P-R-I-V-Y. Love it. Check them out. Um, Anyway, so... How's your week been, Dan? It's been good. You I feel know, like I haven't seen you because our butterfly saga is almost. I know we over. exactly. So we've, after seeing each other like every day, every day for like two weeks. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I'm just real excited because, as I was saying last week, Will and Grace was on Hulu. Oh, yeah. So for the past week, I've been doing nothing but watching Will and Grace. Yeah. <laughs> it's really sickening. But, um, and tonight is the premiere of the new season. Of the reboot. And I'm yeah. telling you, I have emotions already for it. Apparently it's really good. Th- that's what they've been saying. Yeah. I'm, like, that's what the reviews uh, for people who have already seen it have been saying. It's like, it's like... You know, they never left us. Oh, yeah. Because um, you, know, so. you know what sucked? Um, the X-Files reboot. Did you ever see oh, that? Oh, yeah. They rebooted. Yeah, I dumb. never watched that. See, I liked the original. And then I kind of dropped off towards the end of the series, the original series, when it got a bit too FBI-ish and oh, conspiracy. Because okay. I like the alien shit more. Oh. But they rebooted it, and it was like like a comedy side. it didn't side. work out. They changed the whole, like... Motif of well, it. yeah, well, I mean, I don't know how a lot of these reboots or remakes go, but what I know about this Will and Grace one is that everyone who was on the on original it. is on, like, not just the cast, like the yeah. directors, the writers, the creators, the producers, the hair and makeup people, mm-hmm. the set designers, like, it's literally the same whole like the, production everyone. crew. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I think that is what's gonna help make this feel like we never left never uh-huh. left them oh yeah for sure um i don't know i just think it's such an inspirational show and it's hilarious as hell and mm-hmm. it's it's monumental but anyways i'm excited for tonight okay. also you know who's back our girl oprah oprah back on 60 minutes yes she was which is exactly what i need i don't need a whole oprah show every day like it used to be but she disappeared out of my life and went over there to own Right. And I like Super Soul Sunday and I like the own shows, but they're just not what Oprah's show was. Right. And so now she's back and she like gave us this little intro to 60 Minutes and she was 60 Minutes format. Yeah. Like she fits right into that. Yeah. I, it's it's yeah. like Oprah doing real journalistic non, stories. Non like spiritual stuff. You know? Yeah. And non like not. Well, at least not at fluffy. this point, it's yeah. not fluff. It's yeah. It's not like, oh, you have a new movie to promote. So come on. Yes. My show. Like this is like real serious stuff. Or at least she's starting out that way because yeah. her, her first topic was about the d- divide, the political divide in the country Between, right now. Like, Which, you know, that yeah. kind of shit I really don't like to talk about or listen to because it's like arguing something that will never be solved. Mm-hmm. Which I think is a waste of people's time and energy. Mm-hmm. It's like politics are opinions. Oh, yeah. So you can never prove somebody right or wrong. So why sit there arguing about politics when it's just... it's it's, No point to it. It's no point to it. So I don't like to talk about that stuff a lot. But if you're you're a Republican or a Democrat, there's no way like if we sat down right now, one of us will change our minds. Exactly. No one's changing anyone's minds, especially right now in the country because there is such this great divide. But what Oprah did... And we're going to get to Mariah, guys. I promise. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but what Oprah did is she put together all these people and, you know, from both sides of the fence, sit down and talk, sit about down it. and talk about mm-hmm. it. And it was a fascinating look. Although, you know, I just can't with these people who like are so pro this current president. Mm. I can't get into it. And mm-hmm. it, it's almost sickens me to hear people say that they support him. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Michelle Obama had just did a speech. Did you uh, mm-hmm. listen to her speech? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, girl, I've been saying this from day one. You could vote for whoever you want. But I'm sorry if you are a female and I'm not a female. So I don't know. But this is just from my point of view. So, like, let me just have my opinion. Send the hate mail to someone else. 
If you are a woman and you voted for Trump, you are speaking against your own people. Yes. And that's that's like the same thing. If there was a gay president running, uh-huh. I'm voting for him. Yeah. Because that those are my people. Yes. You know, I support my people, my kind, my tribe, yeah. Yeah. my quote quote others yes like we are the others we are the outsiders right so you want to support them mm-hmm. i mean obviously as long as the person's not like a crazy psycho psycho mm-hmm. you know whatever like the current president like the current president so it's just like i don't understand how there were oprah was talking to women who are supporting him and this one woman was like can we just give him a chance can we give him a chance i'm sorry girl this is eight months into this uh-huh. uh there's the chances, the chances have, have been, been given uh-huh. and gone and goodbye yeah there's no chances uh-huh. left i think even like once he was signed in i was like all right, I'll just, I'll just give him a moment. Give and him a moment. You moment never know. Passed. There was there was yes. a brief moment where I was like, okay, maybe all of that was just for show, just uh-huh. to get his ass in the office, and now he's really going to be exactly. something. Yeah, well, that lasted for about to half a second. Seconds. Yes, half a second. I know. And I was like, but oh, my God. But it was really interesting how Oprah did that, and I thought it was good, and she plans on doing more of those throughout mm-hmm. the country in different parts um, throughout the year. And like I think two or three. Yeah, I think it's just her finding her feet as well in the 60 Minutes format. So I think we're going to get other really good Oprah topics in 60 yeah. Minutes. Yeah, because this isn't my favorite thing because, yeah. again, I don't like talking about it, mm. about politics, because I already said why. Um but I, I just liked that she came and she came with a strong, strong piece, piece. Yes. And in, during this piece, and I think this is, you know, very good on Oprah's part. She wasn't there to speak her piece. Mm-hmm. She wanted to hear everyone else's piece. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. she gathered this group of like maybe four, 12 or 14 people yeah. from both sides. And like it was really she was just like a moderator. Right. You know, well, um, this is full circle for her because she started as a journalist on television. Exactly. Doing TV news. Right. You know, and connecting with the people. Yes. And she even said, she was like, oh, I feel like when I was doing my show, even though I was um, I was connecting with people and I was learning a lot, I was out of touch mm. with the rest of, with a lot of portions of people in America. Mm-hmm. And she's like, this job is going to put me back in touch with them. Yeah. Because I'm really now, my feet are on the ground, mm-hmm. hitting the pavement, yeah. talking to these people. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not sitting up in my lab studio having producers find these for me like mm-hmm. i'm doing all this work and this is like coming home to me right this is what she started out doing yeah but I yeah think that's probably what everybody needs because i know as for me i didn't know these trump people were out there until oh, they're it happened. there oh they're there i didn't know how bad it was how, yeah how dire the situation was girl so it would be good for oprah to go in and get them because then i can start then i'll see them too right, exactly and you, you know because oprah's covering it uh-huh. now i'm going to actually watch it and i'm yes. going to hear what these people have to say and my eyes are going to be rolled right but at least i'm willing to like hear their points of views because yeah. in my everyday life i don't have people like that right so i don't know where these people are coming from with these thoughts and ideas mm-hmm. of supporting this this person mm-hmm. um so it's good it's good it's overall good well i just feel happy that oprah's back on television that's in that's the main thing yes yeah so that's what um i've been doing will and grace and oprah <laughs> yes, i'm feeling good again about the world exactly mariah's in the studio yes yes You're like that's where she needs to be uh-huh <laughs> so that's a good thing well and she was also out she was out and about as well this week though at the restaurants and at jermaine dupree's party but right. she is still in the studio yeah she's over there 
Sorry about all these sirens. You know how it is here on these gritty streets of New York. Somebody's always getting arrested. Somebody's know, always right? fainting. Something's somebody's always blowing up. Doing something. I know, right? Yeah. Just the other day, I was walking home from um, I was at kickboxing. I was walking up Ninth Avenue. There's an old man on the street bleeding out. People are helping him. I'm like, oh, what's up? Ninth girl, Avenue, you my ass, keep, keep walking. You gotta keep going. Keep walking, girl. I, I looked. I was like, okay, people have got it under control. Right, exactly. They don't need you me know, to stand because around. once everybody starts stopping, and then it becomes a gawk fest, and yes, it's just like yes. too many cooks in the kitchen. Let these people handle it. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? It was that and, pretty much. And I'm not the I'm not the caretaker. So right. if somebody's injured, girl. I don't know what to do. Uh-huh. Girl, I've been walking around with a broken foot. I'm like, well, I think I just have to keep walking around with this broken foot. <laughs> oh my God. I, I'll. It, we'll, Go back to normal, I hope. <laughs> I don't even know how to take care of myself, let alone some old man with uh, bleeding out on the street. Girl, well, please. It's rough out here. Yes, in these streets. Yes, exactly. In these streets. Uh-huh. Um, Anyways. Okay, so. So let's talk Mariah. Yeah. Yes. Okay, well, what's she been doing? Nothing. Well, what has she been doing? Nothing. Okay, so... Um, she had a good hair day on Instagram. <laughs> yes, that's the that's the best news we got this week. Can we pull up that picture? I just want to look at it again. Yeah. So um, this guy who does her hair, I'm forgetting his name, Rogan, right now, going blank. Carlo. Um. Javier. No. G- Gabriel. Gabriel. Gabe. Gabriel. I think did her hair this time. Well, Do we you know, know him? Tiger did the hair for the tour. I know. And then I think so. His contract has ended. Um, and yes, this guy did do Mariah's hair. Gilbert. I think Gilbert. Is his. Gilbert. Okay, let's look hair him up. Hair by Gilbert. Hair by Gilbert. He's done her hair before, um, and we've seen it. If you go back in his um, in his Instagram, yeah. Hair by Gilbert, you'll see some of the other things he's done with her. Well, he did the um, honey hair. No, I don't think I don't know if he did the honey hair for the VH1 Hip Hop Honors. I could swear that was uh, Sergio Norman Normand. No, well, because look, his yes, he, at the restaurant. He's he did post that picture with Britney, and it says hair by me. Yeah, but that's not the exact same honey hair. That's the day after. Oh, did he just like brush it out? I think he maybe just like brushed it out or something. Or maybe they worked, they collaborated together on it. I'm not quite sure. Ah, uh. but I know that. Um, Sergio Sergey, I think his name, Ser- oh, oh, oh. Sergey Normand, um, tweeted the day that Mariah did that thing. Uh-huh. So I don't know. I don't know. But anyways, it's good hair. So he did her hair. Gilbert did her hair when she went to um, Jermaine Dupri's birthday party. In the club. Up in the club. And we had a moment of her lip syncing to Fantasy. Yes, yes. Which was kind of cute. Which was cute. But you know, I'm totally down for that. You know what he did her hair for, Gilbert? I'm looking at his Instagram right now is the I Don't video. Which uh, her yes. hair did look good. Her hair did look good. It did. In certain moments. Uh-huh. So, I don't know who styled that. Um, Probably someone. Somebody, somebody mm-hmm. uh, whose name we won't mention. Um, but the hair was good there. There were a couple really beautiful hair shots there. Well, anyway, Gilbert's hired. We're officially oh, hiring him. Oh, we're officially hiring him. <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> that hair looked good, girl. And he's actually sort of cute, too. Cute, right? Yeah. I would get that. I um, would do that. Well, it's just a look Mariah looks fresh in. It's not that big straw hair Tiger was doing. Right. It's not dry. It's not heavy on yes. her head. It's it a nice looks length. Lo- it's the thing. You know, I was just saying, like, she needs to stop doing that middle part yeah. and put some bangs. And then, boom, here we have her at the VH1 Hip Hop Honors with, like, the bouffant and bangs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
but this is the this is the picture we're talking about, um, which was tweeted uh, like maybe five days ago. Mm-hmm. Um, this one is like you know the length is to the breast. It's a little lighter, mm-hmm. and there are there are it's a middle part, but there's bangs, there's layers in the front coming forward. Yeah, yes. uh-huh. I like so it. So it doesn't look like weighted down. Yes, it looks really healthy. It does I mean it looks like it could be her own hair, even though I'm sure there's extra in there. But I think it makes her look younger too. Yeah, absolutely. She looked gorgeous. I'm, I'm telling you, I was like, this picture is everything. 100%. 100%. Well, everything. Saying, it kind of looks like Raggedy Mariah from the Butterfly video. Got Sold some cows and got paid. Got some money. And, and went she to the went town. And got her hair did. And Dolly Parton from um, Stuart Magnolia's. Yeah. In the bootleg, <laughs> in the bootleg salon. <laughs> yes. Like, it's good hair. Yeah. Real nice. It's real good hair. Uh-huh. It's really nice. So she is looking good. Um, we also got word on the curb that um, Mariah was out at um, uh, Jessica Beal has a restaurant that's like kid themed. The kids restaurant. The yeah. kids restaurant uh-huh. off Fudge. Yes. Yeah. Is that it? So yeah, I think that's what it's called. She was out there with Brian and, and the people, and she was um, enjoying herself. But we don't have any pictures of that. But we have um, yeah, no one's there. For we have that. confirmation from people, inside sources, and they were saying that she was blonde. She was much more blonde than than normal. Ah, um, which f- telling from that Instagram picture, it's definitely lighter hair for her, right? Which I'm not mad at. Mm-hmm. Even, like, remember in the glitter era where she was super blonde? Mm-hmm. I didn't really like that, but, like, I thought it was okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I sort of like her in, like, any shade of hair, mm-hmm. really. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I think the natural, like, honey butterfly era yeah. hair is my favorite, but yeah. I like her in all shades, actually. Yeah, I like the honey color. I like this blonde. I like the dark hair, though. I like the dark hair. I'm not crazy about the Bianca dark yeah, I'm not crazy about that, but, but I still I like think it. she looks good. She still look good. Yeah. I think if she's going to do the dark Bianca look, it has to be like for a whole era. Keep it right. Away. Remember when she did that Vibe magazine? Mm-hmm. Oh, I was loving those that pictures. Like those, those were good because that wasn't that wasn't yeah. Bianca style. I mean, it was Bianca style because it was dark, but like the hair itself was like long and yeah. straight, which like is like that. unlike what Bianca normally wears. Yes. Um, like, I know what Bianca wears on a daily basis. Who the hell am I? I don't know. We've seen her, we've seen her around. I've seen Bianca a couple times. She's never wore anything like that uh, from the Vibe magazine. That was, I don't know. I wonder if Mariah, like, considers that to be Bianca or not. No. I don't think so. I think it's more Mariah well, than Bianca. Well, was Bianca, wasn't it? No, that was, um, that was like, charm bracelet. Definitely. Vibe magazine? Yeah, Vibe magazine from like 2003 probably. Was it Tom Bracelet? Oh, definitely. Oh, definitely. Is she wearing like a white mini skirt? No, she's wearing like a trench coat. The trench? Yeah, like a trench. And then there's the one where she's like in a mini skirt and her legs are, she's like laying back on the couch. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. You know. Um, Don't make me, don't make me Google the pictures, Martin. That's all right. Don't make me. (laughs) Um... So Mariah's looking good, is what we're saying. Yeah. I'm loving the look she's giving us. Me too. She looks. She's looking healthy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which I like. Which because we, we were we all kind of getting kind of concerned for a moment. Well, you know, I went. I went and I had my big spiel last week about the whole VH1 honors yeah. and how I'm worried about her. Well, guess what? So I went back and watched it. Okay. With new eyes, because I, you weren't focused on Mace this time. I still liked Mace, and he was off a beat. <laughs> you were right. Um, I think my first, the first round, I was just fanning out. 
you were just like, ah, yeah, right, Happy right. Happy to see her. Yeah. But I went back and watched, and you're right, it was awkward a little. I'm sorry I had to bring that to everyone's attention. I'm <laughs> sorry it's... because I got a lot, we got a lot of comments and a yeah. lot of land mail about it. Yes. Um, and people were saying that they sort of agreed with me that, yeah, yeah. you know, but here's the thing like, I don't want to talk ill about Mariah. Like, and I, but my whole thing is I want the best for her. And I think other lambs have been afraid to like say it or admit it or yeah. like realize what's going on. Right. But there's clearly some, some, something going on with her that we don't know. And maybe it's none of our business. And all we can do is wish her well from afar of course but you have to consider if people aren't fanning out like i was then it would look weird exactly and they're at home going what the fuck's going on with this and here's the thing most people aren't fanning out over mariah anymore right uh so what they see is the awkward craziness of it Mm -hmm. unfortunately do you think it's like post-traumatic stress from the new year's eve thing it could be it could be maybe new year's eve like what i was saying last week was you know either she's popping dolls which Mm. aka is like i get that reference from the valley of the dolls book Uh i don't know maybe people don't get it but i love that book yeah dolls are like pills Uh uh-huh so allegedly, I, uh, allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. I don't know nothing about dolls. and never took a doll. Never popped a doll. I really, I don't think I really have ever. Right. Um, but um, she's either popping dolls, or she has this strange new stage fright. Yeah. Which maybe it is a post traumatic stress from New Year's Eve that that could have done it. Who knows? You know, not that I condone popping dolls, but I remember watching Barbara Streisand on Oprah one time, and she was talking about how. Barbara has horrible stage fright. Right. And so Oprah was like, well, what do you do about it? And Barbara just says, there are these wonderful pills now that you take. Oh. <laughs> and they're like, oh, okay. Oh, okay. So maybe no, she's well, the that's right what doll. I'm saying. Maybe she's, maybe she's just taking the wrong doll. Right. <laughs> for it because, like, you don't want to appear stiff and, uh-huh. and, you know, like, lifeless. Yeah. Maybe she needs to take a different doll mm-hmm. just to, like, calm that nerve. Allegedly, allegedly. Allegedly. This oh, is all allegedly. Alleged. You know, we're making this shit up. <clears throat> we don't know anything. Um, but you know what I mean? I like, I don't know what it is. I don't know what the root of the problem is, but there's definitely a problem. Yeah. And it could just be simple stage fright. I mean, if there is, here's the thing. If there was a problem, air quotes, I think whatever it is, is not unreasonable. Let's, cause let's think. About, I, I feel that I, well, let's just look at what has happened. Let's think about pre broken Amariah and post broken Amariah. Exactly. Two different people. Right. And so, I don't want to say anything. This is all alleged. This is all alleged. And again, this is all coming from a place of pure concern and wanting her to be her best. So we out have of love. to, <laughs> out of love. And we have to theorize and think about this because yes. if you don't, then you're just going right along with the movement. Mm-hmm. And nobody needs that. That's not how people improve. Or get help. If you don't talk about it, yeah. then they can't, they can't become aware of it. And the conversation has to be had. Right. Well, look at how there's a um, national opioid ec- epidemic. I was just reading something about that. It's like an actual crisis right yeah. now. Yeah. I, I swear I read this, like, I didn't read the whole article because I was like, girl, I don't have time for this. But it was a whole thing, like... There's a national alert. Yes, people are being prescribed dolls, yeah. like, at an alarming rate. But they're getting addicted to it. And it's easily becoming addicted. It's easy to become addicted. So, all allegedly, but let's just take for the... Example, Mariah destroyed her arm and ribs. Right. In excruciating pain. And I have been, like I said, I do kickboxing. Once I got kicked in the rib, it didn't break, but it just was probably cracked. I would like move my foot and it would hurt. Yeah. Excruciating. Oh, I've been there. Yeah. It, like, 
unbelievable. It's excruciating. Pain. If yes. you have a bru a bruised rib, yeah, uh, anything, anything. So I oh my god, it's so unbearable. Painful. It's unbearable. So, and I didn't, I didn't take anything. I took Tylenol and smoked a bunch of weed, and that, that worked <laughs> for me. But I cannot even imagine what it would feel like to break your arm, right? And all break the ribs and have it all at once broken, right? And and then all the nerve damage that she yes. had as well. Yeah. Nerve pain is a whole other situation too. Exactly. So one hundred percent. For sure, she got prescribed painkillers. Absolutely. And needed them, for real. For real. But let's look at how now it's a crisis and they're, they're equating, the government is equating painkillers to heroin. So, mm. imagine, so what we're saying is, hey, Mariah, take heroin five times a day and don't get addicted to it and then get off it. Right. Not, not that that's, she's, that's what she's doing. but Not that that's what she's doing. I'm sure it's thing. nothing close to that, but so there's she, some level of something going on. But she could most definitely reasonably be having a problem with that now right and here's the other thing people think people think that just because a doctor prescribes you something that it's safe Uh and that you should be taking it because that's what doctors do nowadays they just throw pills at you oh yeah it's horrible but antibiotics anything yeah anything that's bad anything but that's not what you need all the time right you know I'm telling you, when I take a pill for anything, I'm like, should I? Do I really need oh, this? Oh, sure, yeah. That's like I'm walking around with this broken foot. I'm like, I'm not going to the doctor. He's just going to give me pills. Like, what do I need pills for? I need right. my fucking foot to heal. Yeah, yeah. Which I, it's really not a broken foot. It's just like I call it broken because there's pain in it. it it's probably just like some tendonitis. Right. But I'm, but for sure, Mariah needed a strong painkiller for the, her arm. Oh, absolutely. Without a doubt. And it's easy to become addicted, and then things like that grow. And then if you're going through emotional things as well because of the marriage uh-huh. and, you know, being a mother and then the new kids and this and that, like, there's a lot going on. So it's easy to theorize and allege mm-hmm. that she could have became addicted. And which is completely acceptable because that's what happens when you take opioids the problem is, are we fueling the fire or are we right. trying to get off it? Who's around her? Who's help, making sure that these things are being done safely mm-hmm. and monitoring this kind of stuff? Yeah. It, again, I don't want to get theorizing Mariah and, and alleged drug usage because like, like that she, is just so out of my like wheelhouse for her. And I just like doesn't – but I, I don't yeah. want to think about it, but I have to. But I don't think she's Whitney Houstoning the, the situation. No, I don't think and, so. And that bad. But it, but you can tell it's affecting her in a lot of ways. Something's up. And yeah. in, in all honesty, I allegedly, think, allegedly, allegedly, <laughs> allegedly, <laughs> allegedly, we're making this up. Uh huh. And it's something I really don't want to talk about, but we're talking about it because like, and I also we got bombarded with um we we did emails and stuff. because like when yes. I went on my tirade, <laughs> I know you we, I, we got a the, lot of things. You opened the can of words. Now we got to talk about it. Um, but I also think that whatever she could be taking could also be affecting her weight. Yeah. And you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Because I, I also know that when you get on some antidepressants, it will bloat you. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. I've been there. <laughs> you had antidepressants? No, not anymore. Oh, you But I, I used to be oh, yeah. like a year or two ago. Get out of here. Well, yeah, just, you know, because like whatever. Before the podcast? Yeah. Get out of here. Yeah, girl. Oh. It was just like a brief thing. Like, well, you know, because like I had like some trauma in my life and like, you know, and people had died and things and i was like uh well somebody suggested i go on antidepressants i was like okay oh yeah but you know i don't take i don't like to take pills right. but i know as soon as i did i started gaining weight ah oh. and i was like oh what is wrong with who who is this uh-huh. this is not my body i don't take them anymore so like i'm back to normal 
What did you feel when you were on them? You know what? I actually felt, and this is why I stopped. Could you still lip sync? I could definitely still lip sync. <laughs> and I, I didn't feel like I was um, like sleepwalking, right. you know, on stage. Um, honestly, after the first two or three days of taking them, yeah. I felt no different. Right. Not that I was like in a depressed state mm. to begin with, but like I think the opportunity for me to get to that depressed state was there. Yeah. Um, but I don't think I ever got there. And maybe it that helped me from getting there. Right. Um, but honestly, the the physically, other than being feeling fat, which is really depressing. Yeah. Like you want <laughs> bitch, make me fat, and then yeah. I'll be uh-huh. depressed. Uh-huh. Um like the first couple of days, I took a. I don't even know what I was on. Like that's how. Lorazepam. I no. I that doesn't sound familiar. Um. Um. Ativan? No, that doesn't sound familiar either. Cymbalta. I know that from the commercials, but no, <laughs> I'm thinking maybe like. I don't know what it was because it was also the generic version of it. Lexapro. Yes. Uh huh. There you go. That I think that's what it was. Uh-huh. So, um, the first couple of days I was on it, I felt like. I felt high. Yeah. Now, I don't really know what high is because I don't get high, but yeah. I felt like if I was going to be high, this I'm high. Right. Or I felt like super drunk mm-hmm. without mm-hmm. being drunk. Mm-hmm. So that lasted for like maybe a first couple days. And then after that, I literally felt nothing. I just felt my body getting fatter. Yeah. I have a friend who also took Lexapro because um, I was having a problem and said the exact same thing. First couple of days, I felt high and kind of paranoid that people would realize I were high. And then they mellowed out. And then he said that he got, he got super productive. Oh, really? Yes, as a result. Oh, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think, looking back at it, I don't think I needed it. But, like, maybe I didn't. I didn't know. And that's why my doctor was like, oh, you, you, should, you should start this right now because I'm sure this is going to be, like, a problem. Something's going to kick in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, fine. Mm. But you know me. I don't take no damn pills. So mm-hmm. then I'm just like, okay, I'm not taking this anymore. Like, whatever. It's a waste of my time. Yeah. Like, so anyways. Well, I just wonder. Now that my yeah. business is on Front Street. <laughs> I don't have anything exciting to compare it to. I don't take pills either. No, I don't. Just some weed every now and then. And then I get scared when I get too high. Paranoia. Yeah, exactly. I don't know what that's like. I'm not a paranoid person. Um, but anyways, back to Mariah and her alleged drug use. <laughs> allegedly, allegedly. Like, I don't think it's, you know. I don't think, I don't think it's uh, something that anybody should be ashamed of. I don't think or, it's dirty. Like, I don't think it's dirty right. crack or her heroin or anything we should be ashamed of right but i think maybe something happened with the arm situation and yeah. it's not being properly taken care of it's not being a, yeah monitored properly because mm-hmm. it's very easy um to get out of control i mean look at poor whitney yeah you know i was just watching that damn whitney documentary about her being the lesbian oh lord it was oh, so good i want to see that it was good where did i see it i i think i bootlegged it somewhere oh yeah or it came on something for a limited time I, wonder, I can't remember. I like the um, Lifetime movie they did. Oh, I never saw it. But it Yaya DaCosta, she was on America's Next Top Model. She played Whitney in the uh-huh. Lifetime thing. Yes, yes. Oh, she was good. And she then Deborah good. Cox sang the music. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't think I ever watched that, but I wanted to. Oh, it's worth it. It's good. It's cheesy Lifetime movie. Oh, of course. Whitney. Yes. Of course. But they go there. Oh, I bet. Mm-hmm. I bet. Well, in this documentary, you know they have her whole family in the documentary. So, like, it's legit. Oh. Yeah, like, her mom's talking. Oh, yeah. They play the Oprah clips. Oh, the I mean, it's, it's very legit. Wait, which Oprah clips? From... Be- before she died or after? 
the, from before from before she died and then the oprah clips of uh sissy houston on oprah next talking chapter. about it yeah uh-huh, the next chapter uh-huh, they played uh-huh. that as well huh yeah but yeah oh my god that's just such a craziness okay but I, it's definitely not that mariah no it's definitely not that but you never know it things get could there. get there yeah and that's the thing and then, you know, if you go, oh, my God, and then you really want to get into theor- theories and, like, uh, Illuminati. Um, and then the way Marilyn Monroe died and uh-huh. her uh, pill alleged mm-hmm, popping. Mm-hmm. And then Mariah. And, like, you know what I mean? Like, it yeah. could, like that whole thing could be, like, totally going on right before our eyes and we don't even know it. Heath Ledger. All of these things. Well, I think the thing – I think the to that – like, those people – people um, – Two things. People think because it's coming from a doctor or from a pharmacy company, it's safe. Right. I'm not. I'm not one of those people who are doing heroin. Exactly. Crack and They're whatever. like, my doctor says it's okay, so right. it's okay. Yeah. Um, two, like one of the major things about these people who have died from pills, these these stars, and every, anybody else really, they don't go to bed trying to kill themselves. They think they're going to wake up in the morning. Right. And they just don't. Yeah. They're it's not suicidal. Crazy. Yeah. So that's why it's scary. And and the thing is, like, you know, the mentality behind prescription pills is that, it's like I just said, it's not that bad. But now we're realizing, actually, it is pretty bad. And the government is stepping in now saying it's, there's a problem. There's a problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's it's a major problem. The okay. only reason we, bring, we have to bring this up now is because we are – lambs are concerned – Right. It's coming to the surface now. I know. We're, we're getting we're the, the voice, I guess. I know. Like, we're everyone comes it. for us and they're like, oh, do you think? Oh, my God. Well, I don't know. Don't but, know. yeah, do I think? Yeah, I do think something's wrong. So it's all allegedly. I don't think but it's... But it's all alleged. Allegedly, allegedly. And, and, you know, we're not shaming or saying anything negative about her. No. Because we don't know what's going on in her life. Right. We just see what we see. We see what she allows us <laughs> to see. So there could be a min- many other reasons why she could be dealing with addiction mm-hmm. i don't know but it's good to see her looking healthy and looking good right that is she looks good she could literally just have a case of severe stage fright yeah exactly that could be it who knows but also if you if you've been looking at mariah and you're wondering and i think definitely to say of the last year plus people are just going what the fuck is going on it's true what the f- is going on so you're not crazy like, obviously, I know. something is up. Something is up. So, whatever. It could, and it could be coming from a lot of things. Maybe it's you know. not any pill usage. Maybe it's just the people around her are affecting her too much. Mm-hmm. It's like when you, and when you, when anybody lives inside of a bubble, mm-hmm. it's just, it's a slippery slope to, to mental unhealthiness. Yeah. So, and I don't know if Mariah lives in the bubble or not because I don't know her. But from looking in from the outside, it seems as though she does. Right. That's all I'm saying. Well, it would be like living in Disneyland. Right. It's so perfect and everything, you can just click your fingers it's, and whatever you want is right there. It's just like that. It's not real anymore and you lose and your mind. And Disneyland is not real. Yes, It's exactly. not reality. Yeah. You're so like far removed from reality. It's yes. its own world and it's just really unhealthy. Yeah. And you know because you were just there. <laughs> I was just there losing my mind in there. Yeah. Day one, I was like, can we get out of here? <laughs> like I went there as a child um, and I was like, oh, this is great and fun. As a kid, But as yes. an adult, uh-huh. like, you cannot, like, I can't even, I don't even know what would bring me there. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
I'm like, well, Disney World? Why would I go there? Uh-huh. Uh, it's just really strange. It's Anyways. fun as an adult, but like we were staying on the property um, in Disney World, and like stuff will come, like petty things would come up that in a real world situation would be annoying to customer service, or they you might have to argue to get a refund, or just like general like real life situations. Nothing will. You could not. You weren't allowed to be angry there or mad. Like if you wanted, we had to get a refund for something, and, and we, it was like last minute. We should have cancelled it the day before. So we were like, hey, uh, so we don't want to go to the dinner tonight. Can we get a refund? Yes, sir. Absolutely. Like everything is like yeah, perfect. I was like, I want to get mad. <laughs> like you wanted yeah. to get mad. At I someone. want. I want to curse you out. Yes. Sometimes. You, you yeah. No. Like you're not. Just, you're not experiencing the world as it really is. Exactly. And it's and not so, healthy. And that is quite possibly what could be happening to Mariah because of some of the people surrounding her. Yeah, and just trying to please her constantly because she signs the checks. Gosh, I was just reading something to that effect, not about Mariah, but about somebody else. And um, it's this whole thing about, like, yes, people around. I don't know because I can't remember now, so I'm not going to talk about it. But Mm. we all know what we're talking about with yes people. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you like, well, maybe this is a perfect segue over into talking the Whitney documentary and like the people around and the yes people. What about the new Lady Gaga documentary? All right. Because we've also been getting bombarded with emails and comments and social media about um, because somebody wrote an article comparing Mariah's world to to, Lady Gaga's documentary. Right. So I haven't seen it yet. So I watched it the day it came out. It's on Netflix. What's it Um, called? Five Foot Two. Five Foot Two. Yeah. I didn't know she was that short. Me either. You know, you always think these celebrities are like these big, you know, tall people, people uh-huh. statuesque. Mariah's really one of the only ones right. that is actually has some height to her. Yeah. Everybody is so tiny. And Wendy Williams. And Wendy Williams. But, you know, she's a different case. That's, that's a man. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> no, I love Wendy. Um, you know, Gaga lives in that building right out the window there. Across the street? Right there, yeah. No, not this one. The one that's in the next street that you can see. Oh, this one right here? Yeah. Oh, that tall one there. Oh, right there. Yes, not this building, but the next one. The one behind it. The taller. Oh, yes. No, didn't know. There she is. That's where. Um, but and her dad's restaurant is literally down right the down street, the street, around the corner. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. I did know that. I did know that. Although I've never seen it because I, I never walked down that street. Well, she grew up right here on the Upper West Side mm-hmm. in this like duplex, triplex thing with outdoor space. So I have seen her in interviews. Um, like boohooing about how she was in the East Village, struggling to grow up and make it as an artist. I was like, um, "Your parents uh, live your just here. Parents live right here. They've lived there their whole, whole fucking life. life. Yeah. Please, bitch. You didn't struggle. You, you maybe were down in the East Village, yeah. being one of those people, if, but you chose to be one of those people. Yeah. And you if know you were hungry, I mean? you jump on the train and come right, right here. <laughs> jump your ass right on the one train. Yeah. Maybe you had to walk across town to get the one train. Yeah. But <laughs> your mama, daddy were right here. That's my beef with Gaga. That, that storyline. You know, I used to have a lot. I Okay, well, first of all, this is a Mariah podcast, just to remind everyone. So we're going to get back to Mariah. But I used to love Gaga's first album. Me and too. then I started hating her because then she became a shtick. And then she, like, got rid of all the costumes and everything. And so I was like, okay, I'm willing to like you again. Mm. But the music was never as good, good. So I was just like, okay, whatever. She She's there. She's not. I like the first two albums, Fame and Fame Monster. Okay, those are the same thing for me. Oh, I consider them one. Uh huh. Okay. Even though they're not, but I consider yeah, them one yeah, album. Yeah. They were good. 
they were good. Those moments were good. Uh-huh. Obviously, she had great moments. And then I fell for the, the I grew up in the East Village storyline. Like, oh, that's cool. She made it. You know, Martin, you're like, if somebody ever lies to you, you, oh, shit. Oh, yeah. the studio's falling apart. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> Martin, if anyone ever lies to you, you are like, done. <laughs> you are, you have written them out. You're like, I will never. <laughs> Which is not a bad thing. It's now, good because people shouldn't be lying, but yeah, they're like, hey, or portraying second. something that they're not. Well, especially if you want my money, right? Oh, exactly. You you want yeah. to? No, I agree. I'm just saying. It's like <laughs> you are like there is no turning back. There's yeah. no going back. Uh-huh. You're like you're done. Yeah, because now you're not getting my money. Well, yeah, of course. Uh-huh. You, I don't know, girl. Mm-hmm. Just saying. So anyway, so that's why you didn't like Gaga. Well, that's why I turned on her. You turned on because her. then she did the next chapter with Oprah, and Oprah's in her apartment, and I'm like. I'm like, this bitch is living the lavish life. I was like, I swear to God, that building is so familiar. Why do I know that building? Because the front of it is this big, like, Egyptian motif. Oh, really? I might have to walk by it. You know, the buildings around here are very gorgeous and ornate. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Mine's a dumpy one. Yours is perfectly fine, but the one on the corner... Oh, that's stunning. It's like, girl... Oh, we'll go by because when you walk by um, the street, you can see into the apartment and her records and stuff. And oh, I saw really? her mother one time walking around. Oh, that bitch. Yeah, yeah. Right there. Okay, so anyways, back to the, the Mariah and the documentary and the thing. So anyways, so I'm like, I'm iffy with Gaga as like a fan. I'm like, right. yeah, yeah, I'm like yay or nay on her. I'm, I really don't She's okay, care no. too much. Whatever, yeah. Um, but of course I wanted to watch this documentary because I love, you know, I love documentaries and, you know, I love pop. I love music. I mm-hmm. love this. So I wanted to see what she was going to offer us. So yeah. I was right on top of it. And now that we're aficionados in documentaries. Yes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And of course, I'm always going to immediately compare everything, everything to, to Mariah and see how it's done comparatively and uh-huh. think what should Mariah do yeah. and how does that all fit in? So whoever wrote this article that was sent to us a billion times. Yes. And thank you, everyone who did thank that. You, we you. appreciate it. And send stuff. Yeah, yeah, send stuff if you ever do. Like, even if we've already seen it, we appreciate it because sometimes we I didn't. See I didn't yeah. see this article, but I had already watched it and made my. I formulated you my t- own. You were comparisons. telling me about it already. Yeah, um, and I love the documentary. Actually, Five Foot Two. Right. I thought I thought it was a well produced, well done look into a pop star's life. Right. And it wasn't fake. There were no phony storylines. It showed her creatively. It showed her personality. Mm. It showed her in vulnerable moments. Mm -hmm. And nothing seemed too fake or unreal. Off limits? Off or off limits. Uh Like, do you know what I mean? Like, I did feel there were a couple things where she was definitely putting on a show. Like, Mm -hmm. when there's this one part when she's talking to, like, um, some people, like, outside in her backyard. Mm -hmm. And she just takes off her bikini top and is just sitting there. It's like, girl, you're really putting this on for the show. Like, girl, you don't need to do that. Like, you're sitting here talking business. I think they were conceptualizing her look for the new Joanne look. Uh Uh-huh. And they're saying, like, how she should dress, you know, because all of these things, uh-huh. you know, yeah. even with Mariah, they're all discussed. Pre in advance. In advance. Uh-huh. And she's like, oh, I just want to go, like, real simple, all black, blah, blah, blah. And the bitch just takes off her bikini top and, like, just breasts all about. First of all, I don't need to see no breasts like that. <laughs> yeah. So, like, but even though it was, like, a real moment and, like, a real conversation, I felt like that was, like, okay, now you're playing for the camera. Right. 
now you know the camera's there. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But that, on a certain level, is acceptable just uh-huh. because it's like, okay, it's not a phony storyline that you've created. Uh-huh. Or it's not drama that you've created. Yes. It's not like this fake person you've hired. Yeah. You know, these are all real people in your life. You're just playing up to the camera. And that, I think, is a little more acceptable because that's okay. what you have to and want to do yes. when you're on camera because you don't want to seem boring. Right, exactly. So I liked it. And if Mariah were, do, were to do something like this, I would absolutely be 100% behind it. And I hope that this new VH1 uh, thing that they have in the works is something like this. Well, obviously, they, you know, it's not like um, Mariah's World was a hit and people loved it and couldn't get enough of it and they want more of it. I think people hated it, really. But he was like, see you later. I just spilt. <laughs> you just spilt all I over the couch. Spilt my tea. splash. <laughs> it's, fine. it's okay. Yeah, it's not like yeah. flipping my mug around, my Mariah Report mug. <laughs> shit just spill everywhere. Okay, we're fine. <laughs> you know, it's not like they found a, a, a formula that worked and people want more of it. Exactly. They're going to learn that nobody wanted that bullshit. Now you have Lamps, to give us the real Have stuff. magnifying glasses out and bags of receipts to compare everything to. Right. It was completely underestimated. Like, they completely underestimated the land. They really did. And that, and Mariah should have known better. Like, she knows we're hardcore. She should have known that she was not getting past us with this, Mariah's world. Uh But I'm sure she did in some levels. And I'm sure she tried to make adjustments. But when you have everyone around you pushing you in the other direction, Direction. sometimes you just got to, you know, throw your hands up. Well, someone else was probably like, pushing back against us saying no 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 this is how you do it these days right. i'm a professional and uh-huh. i've done this before and i've produced all these other d- d- yeah uh-huh. exactly mm-hmm. we know we know what we're talking about mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> you guys know too. you guys know too. It out. we all know um so i think this vh1 they're going to learn from their mistakes any any right with an ounce of intelligence will right learn. and it, it, it hopefully this vh1 thing will be done properly and in the style of vh or lady gaga's a documentary like a documentary i want to see mariah's creative process yeah. you know i want to see how she creates there was a lot in lady gaga's documentary where she's with these producers mm. where they're discussing things mm-hmm. they're like writing music lady gaga's playing the music you know all of those things yeah that's what we as fans want yes that that's you, that's what we've all been waiting for. Yeah. I want to see writer's block. Yeah. How did you deal with that? I want to see the whole process building of everything. Yeah. Building, doing the tour, selecting the videos. And like we were saying a little earlier, I want to see inside of her bubble. Yeah. I want to see, does she really live in a bubble? Because Lady Gaga does not live in a bubble. Oh, yeah. I mean, and I'm sure during some parts of her life like when she's out in promoting a new record or something right she probably is living in a bubble but that's because she's working like day in day night and she's promoting and she's on the road so yes i'm sure she is living in a bubble but she they show her in the cook in the kitchen cooking Mm -hmm. they show her at her grandma's house Mm -hmm. the very first time she played that joanne song Mm -hmm. you know like they show like real life moments right and that bitch almost had me crying during that Joanne when she was playing for her grandma. That bitch sure did try to have a tear come down my cold-hearted eyeball. She tried it. Anyway, so that's been in the lamb, the lamb talk, the lamb sphere this week, I guess. Yeah. But I would say overall, lambs don't give up hope. I think they learned their lesson with Mariah, Mariah's world. Well, and Mariah I think learned her lesson. I, right. I'm just saying they because you know Mariah's not the only one involved. Uh, even though it's Mariah's name, so she gets the blame. 
Right. You know what I mean? She told us. She told us that. That's That's just how it happens. But I I don't blame her personally, and I don't take offense personally about it. But anyways. Right. I think that they still have uh, hope Mm -hmm. for, for this new documentary thing. They know what they don't or shouldn't do. Yes, or who, so, people who to not to put on the show. Exactly. That we don't need. Exactly. So I say hold out hope because it's possible and we might be just fine and we might get something like something good. Lady Gaga's documentary. Yeah. Something good. Um, so that's my viewpoint on that thing. Because you know how when they were doing the promo for Mariah's World, they were saying, Mariah was saying, you know, it's going to be kind of like Cribs. Well, I don't really need another Cribs because it's really... No. The first one was great, but you didn't do much. You just walked around the house. Right. I didn't need a documentary about that. Yeah, no. I, need I don't a, need a documentary need about that. Yeah, I need an in-depth situation. Right, right. You know, especially mm-hmm. now that she has kids. And I'm not saying, like, the kids need to be on the show. But, like, I would love to see Mariah as a mother. Yeah. Like, yes, of course, I see her bring them out on the stage. And they, you know, they go to the restaurants with her. And, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that. Like, when she was on the Sweet Sweet Fantasy Tour, I believe it was the Sweet Sweet Fantasy Tour. Maybe not. Mm. Uh, no, I don't think it was. But she had visited Paris. And they went to the Eiffel Tower. Like, you know. Yeah. Like, I would love to see some of those moments. Mm-hmm. Because that those are the moments that where, you know, Lady Gaga's trying to make me cry with her grandma. Right. That would make me cry with Mariah. Right. You know, right. to see her and like the love for the kids and, you know, yeah. how much she means, they mean to her and how they've changed her. Like those w- would be the emotional things I would want to see. Oh, for sure. Um, but even, I mean, basic songwriting. Like, you know, yeah, Mariah, absolutely. Right. Always says, she's like, what do I have to freaking do to get known as a songwriter? I'm always known well, as a Well, show singer. us. I want to see the pain that goes into writing a song. We saw like one quick second of her on Mariah's world with a notebook and a pen at a table, and then she got interrupted. Yeah, with nonsense. Uh, with nonsense. So no, you're not a songwriter doing that, right? I want to see her like, oh, fuck. What's this word I'm looking for? I want to see her thought. Process. Right. I want to see where she pulls these these thoughts and these ideas uh-huh. and these concepts. Yes. Not maybe just lyrically, but even like for you know music wise. Yeah. You know, show us some of that. You know, because every time we see Mariah in the studio, and I'm going back to like you know um, E equals MC squared, where I think it was Walmart did like this behind the scenes, and they have Mariah like at the at in the studio at the microphone, sort of like mm-hmm. layering some vocals. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That was really cool, mm. but that was like a sliver of what you you could have given us. Yeah, um, and so something like that, but in a fuller, broader aspect, would be amazing. Yeah, that that's if we're getting an album through this. Because well, also, we should, we it's should. Also, it's also the Butterfly Tour, and she should have an album to promote. Most people yeah. haven't when they go on tour. There's the an new album. album. So I think in 2018, there will be a new album Mm -hmm. and it will coincide with a tour, Mm -hmm. which will then at the end of this tour produce this docu-series that we will see. So if all the cards are played right, 2018 could be a great year for Mariah, but she's going to have to overcome this stage fright. Yeah. That's number one. Because I don't feel like she had that stage fright on the Sweet Sweet Fantasy Tour. No, she was moving around. She was giving us great, great things. But anyways, I don't, I don't want to digress back into that conversation. Um, what I do want to do is take a break in a minute. Yeah. And then we're going to come back and we're going to talk about some of the but- butterfly stuff that's been going on. Uh-huh. Um, and some lamb mail and other things. Yes. So let's still do that. more to talk about. There's still more to talk about. Right, you know us. Yeah, but let's take a Patreon splash break. Yeah.
Patreon. Splash break. Splashes galore. Thank you to everybody who has been supporting Patreon and signed up for the dollar donations. Yes, we appreciate it. And they help a lot. A lot. Uh-huh. It's uh, really great. And so Patreon is um, basically a subscription service. It's kind of like a blog that you kind of um, make a pledge and, and then you get access to the blog where we post extra content, bonus material, um, with our Butterfly Saga, there's some behind-the-scenes talk that we put up. Yeah. There's even an uh, alternate version of the Butterfly episode. Yes. What what chapter is that? Chapter three? three. I think it's three. Chapter yeah. Three. Um, yep. We ended up with two episodes because <laughs> Martin uploaded the wrong episode. And I was, like, listening to it one day. And I said, Martin, why didn't you tell me that? Like, because I was editing that See, I thought I was doing it. I don't know why. We were confused. Well, you had started editing it, and then, like, we are like, okay, we need to add other things. Like, we yeah. missed some points, so, like, let's let's do some more recording. Yeah. And then, eventually, you're like, I don't like it, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, don't, I no, like, we have everything we need. Happened. Let me edit it. I'll edit it, Martin. Don't worry about it. I got this. And so, Martin apparently had went and edited it all again. <laughs> And I was, I, but he, I don't know why he was doing it. Cause I already told him I was doing it. And so I submitted it to him and I was like, Oh, here it is. But it wasn't in the right place. It wasn't in the right place. And, and so maybe that is it. my fault. So you were like, okay, so I'm just going to upload this one. Uh, Cause it said whatever. It's, it, anyways. Yeah. So when I'm sitting at home listening to my very own podcast, <laughs> I was like, this is really strange. Cause I didn't do this. Uh-huh. And I was like, Ooh, Martin, I can't. Can you believe he asked? He he said, I'm sitting here thinking, oh, Martin said, no, I am not uploading this piece of trash. Mine's better. And then I was like, Martin, you know, you could have just told me like I wouldn't have got mad. And he's like, I have no idea what you're talking about. I was like, you edited you edited that thing and you did not take my version. You uploaded the wrong. You uploaded your own version. He's like, no, I didn't. It's like Martin. Yes, you did. You look at. I'm here telling the story and Martin keeps laughing because I didn't mean to do it. No, I know you didn't mean but to do it. But I listened it. to the episode. I was like, this is a good episode. Oh, and I I'm telling you, it wasn't until the end of the episode that I really realized I was like, this is not my episode whatsoever. I did not do this. <laughs> So I was like, oh, Martin, I don't know why he wouldn't tell me. And then I told him and he's like, wait, so you're telling me now we have two. I, he thought you thought you uploaded my version because it said final in the file. In I know the I had named named it like butterfly final, but I named you had named maybe but I also, named two of them. Oh, because there was two. Because there were two of them. Anyway, whatever. Anyways. Long story short, you guys have two versions of Butterfly. Right. So when you're a Patreon member. You get the bonus. You get the bonus. (laughs) Because once we had uploaded it, like, to iTunes and stuff, we couldn't take it down. Right. So if you want to, if you are a Patreon. No, they're both good. They're both good. I mean, they're essentially the same conversation. Yeah. Just edited differently. Like, mine's very heavily edited. Uh Uh-huh. and it's only like 30 minutes where yours is an hour. The one, the official one that's up is an hour. All right. Mine is very heavily edited. So if you guys want to see how we, you know, how I edit (laughs) or different takes on it, (laughs) um, you can listen to that edit. So that's a treat that the Patreon people get. Yeah. And so you just go to patreon.com slash the Mariah report and spelled P A T R E O N patreon.com slash Mariah report. And um, you can pledge as little as a dollar. It's a subscription, and it keeps the show ad-free, other ads. And uh, you get this bonus stuff as well, so it's yeah. fun. And um, I just want to give a shout-out to one of our listeners, Kelly Keenan. 
That's a, a longtime listener uh-huh. and a longtime supporter, and she um, upgraded her subscription. You can do a dollar, five dollar, or ten dollars. Yes, and uh, she upgraded from five dollars to ten dollars. Yes, so she's going to get a deluxe package yes. of promo items yeah. sent to her so thank you kelly we love and appreciate all of your support but she was so impressed with our butterfly yes episodes she was like let me throw these bitches a couple more dollars we'll take them and <laughs> and we appreciate thank it you. Yeah. we did do a lot of work um with the butterfly series so all of you who have listened to them yeah. we thank you for your lovely feedback yes we got a lot of good a really good reception from that yeah um so go to patreon.com slash and just check the tiers as well just have a look yeah, have a look, check it out. Yeah, see what you like. Um, all right, thank you. And we're back. And we are back. So we're, we're going to talk a little bit now about um, a podcast that someone had sent to us after listening to... It's actually one of our listeners, um, Miguel, sent us an email... About, you know, thank you guys so much for doing the Butterfly Anniversary Series. It was really good. But he turned us on to a podcast that we had not heard before. Mm. And he sent us a link. It is a podcast that interviews Walter A., Mm -hmm. who co-created the Butterfly album. Mm -hmm. And um, he... He was very candid on it. He's very candid. He seems like a very nice guy. I know, right? I didn't listen to the whole interview. I just listened to the part where they specifically spoke about Butterfly. But I'm going to go back and listen to it. Mm -hmm. And Miguel, thank you for sending us this. Um, And we'll probably post this on Facebook or something. So anyone else who wants to listen to the full thing. But we're going to summarize it here because it's really fascinating. Because we don't hear a lot from Walter on the Butterfly album. Uh Uh-huh. So... Basically, what he says is... Um, well, the, the guys first, they start out saying how much they love him, yada, yada, yada. Then the guys ask him, um, what was the last song thing you worked on with Mariah? Was it Lead the Way from Glitter? And and then Walter went to say, no, that was actually like in the bag ages right. ago. Right, they had already done that. The last things they did together was the Butterfly songs, especially Whenever You Call... And then he went on to say, it's not even finished. It's yeah. not finished. He was like, he was like, I wanted, there was supposed to be so much more added to that song yeah. and like this, these epic strings. And it was going to be like this big, huge, like orchestral Number. moment. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and he said that, so that song is not even finished and, and, according to him. Yeah. And the same thing with my all. My all isn't finished. Yeah. He's like, those are not like what the initial concepts were supposed to be. Because what had happened was, mm-hmm. and we discussed this a little bit in one of the chapters of our Butterfly Saga, like what happened between Mariah and Walter. Yeah. And I think it was the when you, whenever you call. Was it? I can't remember when we talked it's about it. Now. But it's in there. Yeah. Where we theorize like why they had a breakup. But, yeah. and he doesn't really go into it. But what he says is, um, and everything he says does not um, debunk my theory of why they separated uh, uh-huh. ways. Yeah. Because my theory is like, you know, like he was telling things Tommy. to Tommy but about kind of her along, personal life. But along those lines. But along those lines. But I think it was a combination of um, creative differences and personal yeah. um, boundaries being crossed. But yeah, but basically he was saying that um, Mariah was cleansing her life yeah. from the people like the Tommy people around her. And I guess wanted Walter to pick sides. Essentially, that's what he that's what he makes it sound, sound to like. be. And Walter's point is, I had a contract with Sony and Tommy. Like I had, I worked there. 
Like, um, like, yeah, I'm, like that's my livelihood. My income, yeah. You know, and because he's writing songs for all these people, Other Celine people, and yes. all the like, that's he's contractually signed yeah. to them. So ditching Sony for Mariah is not reasonable. Uh, not a reasonable ask. Well, I mean, I guess for him at the time, it wasn't reasonable. To go um, with Mariah? To go with Mariah. No, but even not reasonable for Mariah I, to ask him that. Well, that's well. true too. Like yeah. you can't you can't expect that. But I don't I don't think I think because she was cleansing herself in every way, yeah. she was like, you know, allegedly she could have been like, Hey, I love you, but mm-hmm. I gotta let you go because mm-hmm. for now, I can't yeah. be attached to this in any way, shape, or form. Right. Um, but I think there were other things that also led to the fallout between them. Oh yeah. Uh huh. And I think he even said uh, they were in the studio at hit factory and they had a huge argument. Yeah. Huge fight. And a he, huge, he said silly, a huge silly argument. But right. you know, when you're in the heated moment, yeah, uh-huh. it's, it's you, you, they were probably screaming at each other. But even when you get older too, you like look back and think, Oh, oh so of stupid. course, of course. So, so stupid. Yeah. Which I always think nowadays, I'm like, oh, my God, it would be so amazing for them to get back together. Yeah. And, you know, Lee, whatever 20, whatever happened 20 years ago, like you, you both him. have moved yeah. on. You've yeah. both been successful in your own right. Yeah. Like, just move on. Get back together. See if something could be worked out. Because there was magic there. Yeah. Well, one interesting tidbit that he said was that they were working on the butterfly together and she literally like fled. And he like he joked, he's like, Yeah, she turned into a butterfly. I was holding the cocoon. Yeah. Like she, she was, was like gone. she was out. She was like she, she dropped everything dropped and everybody yeah. uh-huh. and dropped and it was like a total like go away. But I'm not mad about her doing that because when you got your chance to flee, you flee. Yeah. And you leave everything behind. It's like it's almost like you know, battered women who flee mm. their husbands. It's like, girl, you leave your panties, In you leave your night. you yeah. leave uh-huh. your ponytail clip, yeah. you leave everything. Just go. You just go. Yeah. You know what I mean? So Mariah had to do what she had to do. But in my mind, I thought maybe like they had worked on stuff together and they were at a restaurant one night and broke up. Like friend friend broke up. Like it was it wasn't like mid album. But he said it was mid album. Yeah, that's why I didn't yeah, realize yeah, it was No, that. I didn't realize that either. Uh-huh. But that's why he said like the things were not finished. even finished. Isn't that crazy? That is so crazy. I, I mean, just thinking what they could have been. Uh-huh. Not that they need to be anything better than what they are because they're, perfect. they're genius and beautiful. I think whenever you call us perfect too. It is, but now I can see it with like I'm like, okay, there could be more layers to it that will make it take it to where it needs to be. It could be, it could be. But my all I can't imagine it any different. Yeah, That's the I, funny think, thing I think it's it. really well done. Well, yeah. obviously Mariah finished those songs on her own, right? Um, so she didn't need him. Mm-hmm. But oh man, it must have been drama. Yeah, drama. But anyways, let me tell you guys what that podcast is, just in case, because God knows when we post it on our social media, <laughs> we'll probably get like a million emails saying, "What's that? What's that?" Yeah, because <laughs> we didn't post it because it takes us forever to post everything. And it's from 2013, right? Right. So it's a few years old. Um, but it's very, it's very, um, interesting thing. Well, why you find it? So he yeah, also let went, me find it. Yeah. He also went on to tell us that. So everyone's wondering, you know, why didn't they get back together? That was so good. What's the deal? So he went, Walter went on to say that Randy Jackson is a mutual friend of theirs. Right. Yeah. And then, um, in, I guess when me and Mariah was getting made, Randy came to Walter and said, Hey, you are. A, contest, a contender to like work with Mariah on the right. new album, Me and Mariah. And that's when we heard all those rumors about them working together again. Yeah, uh-huh. Um, I bet, 
I bet there was some sort of conversation with Randy and Mariah and maybe other people who were working on the album. Yeah. And I think what happened was, and this is just all theorizing how this, how these words could get back to him and yet not have it happen. I think Mariah probably said, yeah, I would work with him again, mm-hmm. but she's not going to initiate it, initiate and yeah. like make that effort. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. She's probably like, yeah, sure. I probably would work with him again. Right. Like saying it, it's in the realm of possibility, but she's not going to, she's not going down that lane. If it happens, it happens. Randy was probably doing a Mariah Whitney thing where they go to Whitney and say, hey, Mariah said yes if you do it. Right. And then right. they go to Mariah and say, been... Whitney said yes if you do it. Exactly. He could have been, yes. he could have been doing that, <laughs> uh-huh. that little trickery yes. as well, uh, which I would works... not be mad at. No, we know it works on Mariah too. Yes, clearly. <laughs> Um, okay, so this podcast, I don't know where you can find it, but the link that was sent to us from our friend Miguel, um, it's on Pod Bay FM, and it's called Polly and Monks. It's mm. Polly, P A U L Y, and M O N K S. Hmm. That's like the name of the show. Yeah. And um, it's from this October 10th of 2013. I hadn't looked if this was on iTunes or anything, but I'm sure if you Google Polly and Monks from 2013, you'll find this page. Okay. Um, but if not, like I said, we will post it on our social media. Yeah. Um, so you can get a direct link. I just can't confirm when that will happen. <laughs> it was good talk. <laughs> it was good talk. And the, the, the butterfly talks, talk, talk. I just said talk like 10 times there talk starts at about the 30 minute mark okay but he's on the whole episode so you can like hear him talk about other things as well if you're ever so inclined yeah i didn't have the time so i went straight to it but anyways he could be the the secret sauce mariah needs to make a comeback album could be or could just be that mark shaman Mark Shaman's good too. Who's been doing good work and we can't wait to hear the star. Do you know that he, Mark Shaman, is um, one of the creators of Sister Act 2, did the music? Yeah, and they because I was, recent, I was recently watching that and I saw his, his name in the credits and then you told me that they did a thing on The View. Yeah, another 20 years. He did a lot of things actually. Yes. He, he's he's uh, worked in a lot, of, a lot of TV movies and things of all kinds of natures, mm-hmm. sorts of things. But I think they collaborate really well together mm-hmm. because... Because, because when Mariah works with like some of these newer or even like Jermaine Dupree, Jermaine Dupree producers, everything is sort of like in the can. It's all like mm. uh, beats from you know like mm-hmm. you know whatever Pro Tools or whatever these people use to make these things. Yeah. When she works with Mark Shaman, it's like real music, like more organic, w- more organic. Like yeah. they're actually recording live people making yeah. this music instead uh-huh. of like you know a you know a beat from a computer. Right. Yeah. So I like that. Yeah, I like a combo. Yeah, I like both of them. Don't get me wrong, but like I like Unforgettable. You know, oh yeah, of course. You know, I like the butterfly format of a Mariah album, like fun jams, serious songs, like Emancipation. Yeah, fun. I love the mix of everything. Yeah, me and yeah. Mariah is the same thing. Same thing. Love it. That's like the winning formula for Mariah. I think so. Well, she can do anything. She, she can, can do, do you know, she's very versatile that way, so I love it. Um okay, but I think that's it for like our moments of the week. Yeah. 
allegedly after we just you know had no moments had no so. moments here's an hour-long show for you <laughs> so um so uh we always love a good itunes review yeah. um it's one of our favorite things and it helps us rise up on the chart of itunes yes we love that um chart. which we have been visiting well, and we made an appearance with we our did. um with our butterfly saga, yeah, um, because people were loving it so much, and we appreciate all of that. Uh-huh. But we have a couple of iTunes reviews to read out. Yep. Uh, so, it, and with our new Apple um, oh, podcast yes. app, so much easier. It's so much easier to leave a review. You don't have to go digging for it anymore. No, it's right there. What you do is, so you go to your podcast app on your Apple phone, tap on like our thing, and you just have to scroll down. Tap on the Mariah Report if you subscribe or search for it. Just scroll down and it's kind of like in the bottom, lower third. It's just there. Yeah, it's super easy. Click right review. Boom, done. Boom. Like there's no easier way to do it. I'm glad that they switched it up like that. I know you'd have to go exploring for it. But iTunes reviews actually help us get momentum on the chart and get attention. And it it makes a difference. So if you guys can take a moment to just do one, please. We really appreciate it. Really appreciate it. And you get read out on the show. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So our first one comes from M Sharp. Yep. Uh, he says, Lamely Unite. I'm a lamb since 1990. Everyone who has ever met me knows how much I love Mariah. Listening to this podcast, I feel like we are almost the same person. From recording her music off the radio to seeing her for the first time in Chicago on the Rainbow Tour to handing out receipts anytime someone needs to be reminded how great our queen is. I hear you on that. And I uh, wonder if I know this person, if they are from Chicago. I don't know. I don't know. But shout out. Hey. Thank you. Um he goes on to say, oh. I love listening to the shows, go, then going back and finding the performances on YouTube and reliving that moment with you. I feel like this podcast is bringing the Lamely together. I am in Texas and plan on meeting Candy, Mariah, and yeah. Stephanie Rafferty yeah. soon. If you are a Mariah fan, then you need to subscribe to this podcast and join the party. Hope you have a spl- hope to have a splash with you guys one day and keep up the good work. Thank you. Yes, thank you. So Good he's stuff. a Texas lamb. We just recently did a, a Texas themed moments episode we where we spoke to um, Candy as Mariah yep. and Stephanie Rafferty, who had met Mariah on the All the Hits tour. Yeah. She was just there. Yeah. Um, so that's what he's referring to. All right. So we have a, a around the world moment. Yeah. You can do them anywhere around the world. Anywhere around the world, yeah. and we will get them. Yeah. Um, so this is from Quale. Uh, squall squall maybe i don't know it's like when kesha had dollar signs in her name i had no idea what i love kesha by the way Uh um but i you know that is a little shade like i don't know what a dollar sign sounds like right should i be (laughs) saying cha-ching yeah (laughs) i don't know um so this person is from the ukraine shout out to all the lambs in the ukraine well i think this is the only lamb according to (laughs) oh well okay (laughs) (laughs) so they said i was a lonely lamb with no one to to talk to about mariah I found out about this podcast for from a fan forum and didn't expect much. About 20 sep- episodes were available at the time. I instantly became addicted, and now I cannot wait for the next episode. I'm not lonely anymore, and this podcast is my secret garden on all things Mariah-related. Uh, thank you so much for your work and dedication. Guys, love you and appreciate you and enjoy you. Thank you. Thank you. That's sweet. That is. And uh, no well, need to, not lonely. no need for a lonely lamb. Anytime you need a friend. We are here. Yes. 
I mean, no, we really do do that because, I mean, that is a lot of the reason and intention behind this show. Yeah, it's just like is to connect, you know. Mm-hmm. That's, why, that's why we have to cover all topics and all areas of Mariah, whether they're good, bad, or ugly. Yeah, exactly. So we have to address certain things. Yeah, especially like I think today's conversation is what we were getting from the listeners. People wanted to talk about these yeah, things. Yeah, I mean, after last week, we did get a lot. Yeah. So we had to address it. And, you know, but it is like what it is. Slam talk. It's slam talk. I mean, this is what I talk about with people yes. when I'm out on the streets. Uh-huh. Girl. Yeah. I mean, obviously, not people, other lambs. If right. I'm talking to other people, it's a totally different conversation. Oh, I know. You know, like I would never be like, oh, my God, Mariah's on, you know, allegedly on drugs. No, no, no. And she's Full so, dispense mode. Oh, it's c- mode. complete. But here's yeah. the thing. We shouldn't have to be on defense mode. Uh-huh. It's really tiring. Well, remember the days of MC Squared and Emancipation? We got a break from defense mode. I know. It's just like, yes, we could all just love, love, love Mariah. Uh And now it's like, oh, God. Now we're back to this again. (laughs) Jesus. Anyways, we all love Mariah. So, and that's what we're here for. It's the vibe of the moment. It's fine. It is. Uh, Okay. So now we we got another one. Um, on iTunes from Roro G. And they say, thank God for the new iOS. Yes. So yes, the new I- the podcast uh-huh. that we were just talking about. Yeah. So much easier to leave a review. I love this podcast. So much fun. So much knowledge about Mariah. Dan and Martin are hilarious hilarious and made me fall in love with mariah all over again uh-huh. i love that they don't just blindly love mariah as they can also be quite quite critical of her and unfortunately she's been deserving of it lately growing up in france i learned english translating mariah songs as a young child in my bedroom and it's great to hear that there are so many other lambs out there who love her just as much keep up the good work see you around thank you so much for that like that's so amazing and yes yes, uh, we try to be you know on both sides of of the fence again the good bad and the ugly yes and um Shout out to you for learning English from Mariah. That's amazing. Isn't that fascinating that like, her is. voice was enough to make someone go, hmm, let me get my dictionary You out. know who else said that once? Giselle Bunchen. Learned from Mariah? Yeah. She would grow up listening to, and she's from Brazil. You know, they all love her oh, there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she, I think she said it on Jay Leno interview that she would listen to Mariah over and over and she learned English. Get out of here. Yeah. That's it's pretty good. I wish I could have that, like to with learn another else. language. I tried with Shakira. Now I could sing you every word of Donde Esta Los Landrones, uh-huh. but I could not tell you any other words you in didn't Spanish. It? And I could not translate it. I mean I know roughly what it means, but I could not learn. I tried learning Spanish from Shakira, it didn't work. <laughs> and Nelly Furtado has a, a Spanish album as well called Mi Plan. Is she Portuguese? She is, but she speaks Spanish. As well. Huh. Yeah, so she has a Spanish album, and I know every word on that album. Yeah, but I couldn't tell you anything else. No, you got to sit down and study with the and dictionary you got to. Oh, of course. Yeah. Oh no, I don't have time for that, girl. Oh, that's where you. That's where. Yeah, you're that's where I fall. Wrong. That's where I fail. <laughs> but anyways, um, wouldn't that be cool if you could do that? I mean, you can clearly. I can't, yeah. but uh-huh. yeah. other people can. I was thinking. I wonder who. Like, there's not many people that I think. Uh, international singers that I would be drawn to monologue the whole language. Right. I mean, okay, this maybe is maybe Edith Piaf has like beautiful okay, music. Okay, yeah. 
Well, that's what I think is so fascinating about Mariah. Is that they lose, she, she lose literally them. is global. Yeah. Like, yes, we have Madonna, who's also global, but yeah. I don't think people are like have the same connection globally like they do with Mariah. Like Mariah is like that sweet, lovable person. Like even nowadays, I'm sure. Um, well, Madonna's more of the the show of it all, right? That's spectacular. So something about Mariah is. This woman There's her voice. like a connection, a personal connection. You know what I mean? Through but, her voice and lyrics. But it has to start with the curiosity because if she's thinking, if they don't understand what she's saying, there's the there's no connection to the lyrics. So it has to start with the voice. Correct. Yeah. I, we made this point in the butterfly um, things, I believe. Um, and then, but just the fact that like in other countries, Mariah is so beloved mm. and like, it's just so crazy because here in America, we don't get that. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't see other people from other... Like, poor Kylie Minogue cannot catch a goddamn break here <laughs> in America. Know, I know, And she deserves it. But the only people who've really been able to do that as of recent are, like, Adele and mm-hmm. Sam Smith. Yeah. Like, but those are English speakers. You would never yes. have... Like a Japanese A Japanese star, person or any... Like, there is, like, a whole K-pop movement in the U.S. But, like, it's very, you know, it's very underground. It's not, right. like mainstream right it's just so fascinating that mariah can penetrate all these other countries that don't even speak her language yeah but and like just look at the billboard chart it's not like there's a japanese song on there too or a spanish song on the billboard chart oh there is there was despacito oh god don't remind me or a french song on the billboard chart like pop music from around the world isn't breaking through right in other languages but mariah has somehow done that in other countries isn't that crazy yeah oh it just goes to show power how powerful she is yeah it's she got something special i'm telling you her voice must just be unreal it is to the point where like other countries i don't know what she's saying but they're like what the hell is this voice yeah, I need to have it. It obviously has a frequency that yes. like is like human connection like i don't know like everybody is just tuned in on that frequency that her voice is at and it just goes right through you Mm -hmm. you know what though speaking on music and like because then people are like oh i don't like listening to oh i don't like mariah Mm. first of all that might not be your personal preference Mm -hmm. but you like a mariah song you like you don't like mariah exactly Uh i don't care what your genre is that you like like heavy metal death metal hardcore you know gangster rap whatever it is you know you like mariah yeah you know in some way shape or form some song some part of her voice whether it's a high note a low note in the middle you like that voice yeah it might not be your cup of tea but you like green tea yeah you know what i mean right and you can't argue that she's a bad singer no even even in her vocal state right now which is not in her prime she's still amazing right and she still is in that frequency that touches people yeah and then i saw a headline about like people who have such specific you know because there's those people out there that will be like oh no i i don't like any other type of music i only listen to this Mm -hmm. or i only listen to that Mm -hmm. and it was saying how like some scientific study had like (laughs) just came out saying that people who are so specific to a certain type of music and will not listen to anything else Uh-oh, are psycho psychopathic. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh my God, that reminds me of this friend that I used to know. <laughs> and he would get so angry if it wasn't a song of his that he 
like if we could just be sitting around drinking a splash of wine with two or three people at like someone's apartment and it's just uh, you know put on like shuffle whatever yeah no he couldn't deal with that it had to be his music and only his music not music he, he made but like his type of music like oh i we're listening to what i listen to what do you listen to i don't know some bullshit techno dance i don't even know what it was girl i ain't never heard that shit before in my life like rave shit yeah like uh like whatever to each their own i'm just saying <laughs> but like you can't do that. Like yeah. it's, and I was like, oh, my God, that's totally Ben Spears. Sorry to throw his name out there, but whatever. He doesn't listen. Clearly, he's not listening to the Mariah oh, Report. Yeah. Uh-huh. You're safe here. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I was yeah. like, oh, I've met people like that before uh-huh. that will, like, refuse to listen to anything else. Do you think there's, like, Mariah people like that who just listen to Mariah? Yeah, and I, they're probably crazy. Probably. You know? Because I, I listen to Mariah a lot, obviously, but I listen to a lot of other things. Mm-hmm. And I can get down with a lot of other things. Oh, yeah. You know what Easy. I mean? But obviously, Mariah is just my number one. Yeah. That's it. Duh. Done. <laughs> Anyways, I think that will wrap us up. I'm okay. sorry if I offended anybody out there <laughs> talking about their musical tastes. <laughs> Send the hate mail. Go ahead. Um, well, it's been a slow Mariah week, so, you know, we've you know, caught up we, on topics. Yeah, we, this is just us chit-chatting and talking. Yes. This is Dan and Martin. Uh, Anyways, um, Lance, thanks for tuning in. Yes. We love and appreciate you. Yep. Thanks for all the support we've been getting yeah. in the store. Of course, the Mariah Report. Check it out. I was like browsing our own store just last night. I was like, this is some really cute stuff. This is real cute. Ain't it cute up in there? I was like, girl. Uh And then I texted you. I was like, Martin, we need to order some of this shit. I know. know. We we don't have everything yet. We don't have everything. Um, And then I'm like, oh, I want want that. Uh I want that. (laughs) Yeah, I know. No wonder other lambs are out buying all this stuff from the store because even we want it. (laughs) We're like, oh my God, I want that. I'm going to rock that shirt. But anyways, anyways just have a look go browse it's free to browse definitely free to browse yeah. check it out uh it's check it out and um thanks for listening thank you bye bye hey.